we are here and we are ready to go. North Radio. Oh yeah, thanks for being part of the program today. Got something good going on. Glad you're with us today. You know, the Christian life is not a life without motivation. As Christians, we should be very motivated to live the life that God has called us to. And you know what the motivation is? I would think, anyway, the motivation is our response to God's love. I mean, God loves us so much that we respond and we are motivated to live for Him. Live for Him, serve Him, love Him back. But in His grace, you know what He's done? He's established a system of rewards for the faithful. Wow. He did that for us. He established a system of rewards for the faithful. That's grace. That's the grace of God. That's why it's a false humility to say, oh, I just want to be saved. I'm happy with that. I don't need any rewards. Let's see, that's not understanding true motivation. I call that spiritual laziness. Reason being, Jesus promised rewards to the faithful. He's like, I want to give rewards to those that are faithful to me. Trying to do something here. So, he desires to give rewards for all of our efforts. Remember the parable of the talents? He cast out the lazy individual that did nothing with what was given to him. Matthew 25. Here's your talent. Here's what is yours. I'm giving it back to you. The master said, you lazy bum. You should have done something with it. When I give you something, I expect you to do something with it. So, the introduction to the system of rewards, it's really found in Colossians chapter 3. And you know what Paul said in verse 23? And you've heard this before. He said, whatever you do, and that's like everything, right? That's everything, whatever you do. Do your work heartily. That means put your heart into it. As for the Lord, rather than for men. Hey, see, listen, when you get out there and you do your work, put your whole heart into it because you're serving God. And then he said, knowing that from the Lord, you will receive the reward of the inheritance. It is the Lord Christ whom you serve. Wow. It's the last time you thought about that. When's the last time you thought about going to work working for the company, getting a paycheck, and then you find out, oh, by the way, I'm really serving Christ. (laughs) And we are. Because you know what's on the line? Our testimony. Oh, yeah. The testimony's there. Who we are is the people of God. You know, it means a lot to God. That's why he says, put your whole heart into it. Don't flub the dub. Don't drag your feet. So, this reminds us that 
In whatever kind of work we're employed, whatever company we work for, we're actually working for God. And why? Because we are His ambassadors. An ambassador is a representative of His superior. Right? Paul said we're ambassadors for Christ, right? We are here to represent the Lord Jesus. So we're going to examine six aspects of rewards that we're able to receive. And you know, again, this is the grace of God. God is saying, this is my grace. I've already saved your soul, but I'm going to reward you for your faithfulness. I think that that's a pretty good deal, if you ask me. That's called the grace of God. So number one, Matthew 5, verse 11. When people make your Christian life difficult, there's a reward. Here's what Jesus said. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and they falsely say all kinds of evil against you. Here's the catch, though. Because of me. Because of me. In other words, you're blessed when they attack your relationship with God. That's the requirement. It's not being persecuted because you're a pain in somebody's back. (laughs) You get under their skin. No, you're persecuted because you love Jesus. That's it. You love the Lord. So what did he say? He said, oh, rejoice. Be glad. For your, your reward in heaven is great. In the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Yeah, man, from the beginning of time, the people of God were under attack. It's always been. You know why? Satan's the god of this world. Oh, yeah. He's got his own kingdom. He's got his own emissaries. And they go after the people of God. So it's been going on since faith was introduced back in the Garden of Eden. That's when faith was introduced in the Garden. Secondly, another aspect of receiving rewards, when you receive a minister of God. When someone comes to minister in the name of Christ and you receive them, you know what? (laughs) There's a reward there for you. I'm like, wow, that's a pretty decent arrangement, I think. And here's what the Bible says. And by the way, I want you to have you noticed before I get into the scripture, Have you noticed the disrespect for certain offices that people hold today? They get no respect. The policemen, oh, these guys, they get no respect. Sometimes other drivers get no respect. The President of the United States gets no respect. Even pastors get no respect. All kinds of people, they get no respect, none. So here's what Jesus said. He said in Matthew chapter 10 and verse 40. I'm going to share this with you. I'm trying to get something going over here on my iPad as well. Got a lot going on over here. Okay. Here's what he said. He who receives you receives me. And he who receives me receives him who sent me. So, Jesus is talking to his disciples, and he says, listen, when people welcome you, 
they're welcoming me. And if they're welcoming me, they're welcoming, we're welcoming my father. Wow, I like that. He said, he who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. Wow, think about it. Here's a prophet, right? He does great things. And if you receive him and welcome him, you get the same reward. <laughs> he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. There it is. So it's no small thing to receive a messenger of God. Whoever that messenger might be. The Jews always felt that to receive a person's messenger was to receive the person himself. That's how they believed anyway. And think of it. Think of it like that. So to respect an ambassador was the same as respecting the king who sent him. They had a saying back in the ancient days, he who shows hospitality to the wise is as if he brought the first fruits of his produce unto God. See, that's like a service to God, they're saying. He who greets the learned is as if he greeted God. Wow. So God, you know, he takes it personally. Oh, yeah. Just like with your children, right? You take it personally how your children are treated, as would I. God takes it personally as how his children are treated. So Jesus said, He who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. Again, it's all the grace of God. Now, we know not everyone is a prophet, not everyone is a preacher, but I believe he who gives God's messengers the simple gift of hospitality will receive no less of a reward. Think about that. He'll receive no less of that reward. That's quite a thing. I really like that. Thirdly, there is a reward <clears throat> for service. Now, we know that. We know that there's a reward for service. But did you ever think of how small that service can be? You know, it can be the littlest thing. For instance, Jesus said, Whoever in the name of a disciple... Now, a disciple is the student, right? Someone that wants to know God. Whoever in the name of a disciple gives to one of these little ones even a cup of cold water to drink, <laughs> truly I say to you, he shall not lose his reward. A simple thing like that. A cup of water. We're not talking about working a miracle. We're not talking about building a hospital wing. We're talking about giving someone a cold drink. Perhaps a gift of the poorest person. But it's enough in the eyes of God. You know, the poorest person can give someone a cup of water. In the eyes of God, that's enough. That's a lot. It's amazing. It's amazing how God values kindness. He values hospitality. See, these things are so important to God. He also rewards the doing of the difficult thing. And some things in the Christian life, man, they're difficult. I got one for you. You know what's difficult? Luke 6.35, 
love your enemies. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, God, really? God, do I have to? <laughs> do I have to love my enemies? They're my enemies. I don't like them. Love your enemies. He said, love your enemies and do good. Wow. Why? Because that's being God-like. You can only do it with the love of God. So he said, love your enemies, do good. Oh, how about this one? And lend, expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great. Wow. There's a few things we can do to have a great reward in heaven. Love your enemies, lend to people without expecting payment, and you're going to have a great reward in eternity. Wow, here's the question. Do you believe that one? How you doing with that one? He said, and you'll be the sons of the Most High. For he himself is kind to ungrateful, evil men. It's true, isn't it? God is kind to everybody. The rain falls on the just and the unjust. Right? Two people have a garden. One's a believer, one's not. It doesn't just rain on the believer's garden. It rains on both of them. God provides for everybody because he's kind. And he's saying, listen, if we're going to be God-like or godly, then we have to get to that level. We have to get to that place. Now, it would be nice if everyone got along with everyone, but that's not the case. And Jesus knows it. So he gives us motivation to at least try. He's saying, listen, I'm trying to motivate you. There's something in heaven that's great and it waits for you if you can do this. So give to those who need help, even if you don't expect to be repaid. You know why? Because God will repay you. Now that takes faith. You know, this Bible, right? It has a wisdom that far surpasses the wisdom of man. It really does. I mean, come on. What are the what are the book ever said things like this? I can't think of any. This is the book that brings us to another realm, to a heavenly realm. And it takes faith to get there. Faith in what God says and obedience to his word. But the payoff is going to be, as Tony the Tiger says, great. It's going to be a great payoff. The fifth thing, the fifth aspect of receiving rewards, it kind of comes with a question. Do you want to be rewarded by people or do you want to be rewarded by God? Hmm. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 1, Jesus starts off with a warning. He said, beware. Beware means watch out. Pay attention to what I'm about to say. Take heed. He said, beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them. Like, don't do good things to impress others. Because he said, if you do, you have no reward with your, with your, with your Father who is in heaven. Yeah, yeah, the reward will be people on the earth saying, oh, that was nice. But there'll be nothing from God. Now, I can think of a couple of reasons why somebody would want to impress people. Pride or insecurity, right? They're prideful, so they're like, watch me. Or they're insecure, 
So they're trying to build up their self-worth. They want attention or they need attention. You know, that's not a good motivation for doing good because you need attention. Maybe sometimes they want to just cover up a sinful life. They'll do good to hide the dark spots in their life. To shut the door on the skeletons in the closet. So Jesus said, listen, when you give to the poor, don't sound the trumpet like the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets. That they may be honored by men. That's their reward, man. That's it. Their reward is to be honored by men. That's all. You know, honored by men, you know what it means to make glorious. Wait a minute. We're supposed to make God glorious, not ourselves. We're on the earth to glorify God. The things that we do are to bring glory to God. Not glory to ourselves, glory to God. And he said, when you give to the poor, not if you give to the poor, when you give to the poor, he expects us to do that. Don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. In other words, do it in privacy. That's all. You see, because giving to the poor was expected. It was lifestyle. You know, it's very freeing. That's why people, God's people need to live their lives in such a way that they don't spend every dollar they have, but they have something to give away to the poor. No one should say, I can't afford to help a poor person. If you can't afford to help a poor, poor person because you're living too high, your means are too high, you need to lower your means so you can have that little bit to give to the poor, as Jesus has said. So he said, when you give to the poor, do it in secret. And your father, who sees it in secret, don't worry, he will reward you. He will. See, again, it's all about focus. You know, we're focused. We're focused on what? On, on God being pleased with our lives, not men. As long as God knows, no one else needs to know. Right? If God, you know, there's a joy in, in doing good things secretly. There's a joy in that. Sometimes you just do it and you don't tell anybody. It takes confidence to do that because you're not going to get a response. You're not going to get any human appreciation. But I'm pretty sure God is smiling up in his high heaven. There's a joy and a freedom when you do good things in secret. I really believe that. And then finally, the last one, and this is really going to happen. You know why? Because the Bible tells us that's why. Let's go to the back of the Bible. Very end, Revelation 22. Jesus gives us a little heads up in verse 12. He said, Behold, <laughs> pay attention. I'm coming quickly. Oh, I'm coming. Oh, and by the way, my reward is with me. He's coming with his reward. Come on. To render to every man according to what he has done. Now, I'm glad he doesn't render us Render to us according to what we've done wrong. That would be deep trouble. 
but he renders to us according but he, to what we have done that's right. Because a reward goes to what we did that was right. Okay? So that's the good news. God loves to reward people for their faithfulness. He loves that. You know what? He loves to treat us in grace. He does. God loves his grace. The Bible says he has riches of grace. And there's plenty of grace. How about that time in Genesis 15 when the Lord came to Abram in a vision? He said, do not fear, Abram. I am a shield to you. Your reward shall be very great. And what is Abram known as? A man of faith. Right? He's the father of the faithful. So God rewards faith. He wants us to know that. Because what we do, we do it in faith. That's got to be the motivation. Faith. David said in Psalm 18, The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness. So again, see the the righteous deeds that we do, the righteous acts, always bring a reward. They do. In Psalm 62, verse 12, you know what I like about this? Everyone has the opportunity. Everyone. Here's what it says. And it's really almost like a universal principle. Loving kindness is yours, O Lord, for you recompense a man according to his work. So we can all be included in that. Every one of us. God can recompense any person according to their works. And of course, we've already established their works based on faith. That's the key. So Jesus says, okay, behold, I'm coming quickly. My reward is with me to render to every man according to what he has done. And when when Jesus said, I'm coming quickly, it doesn't mean like in five minutes, but it means right on time, without delay. Now, we don't know what that time is. God knows. We don't know. But it's going to come upon us suddenly, probably when we least expect it. Wouldn't you think? When we don't even expect it, boom, it's going to happen. Now, when he comes for the church, it's going to be the rapture. That's probably what he's talking about. He's coming because he's going to bring the church to the judgment seat of Christ, and we're going to be rewarded. Either wood, hay, precious wood, hay, and stubble, or gold, silver, precious stones. Depends upon our works. Depends upon our motivations. If your motivations were godly and faith, gold, silver, precious stones. If your motivations were human approbation, human congratulations, would he straw? So we, you know, like, like, okay, we make the choice. We do. We'll make the choice. But let's choose wisely. Choose wisely. Man, go for the gold. Go for the silver. <laughs> Go for the precious gems. Because that's going to give glory to God. God is glorified when he can give you incredible rewards. All the glory goes to him. Remember, the angels are watching. They're watching. Oh, they're watching everything. You know, they're learning about the grace of God. They never knew about the grace of God because in heaven they walk by sight. 
But now they learn in grace how God treats humankind and how God can forgive humankind and how he deals with humankind. Because, you see, we never saw God, but we put our faith in the Son of God. And the angels are like, oh, look at those, look at those people down there. They love God, they worship God, and they never even saw God. Now, we angels, we saw God. One-third of us rebelled, followed Lucifer in the rebellion. So there's no, there's no atonement for them. But there's atonement for us. Because we never saw God. We see God through the eyes of faith. Oh, God likes that. Faith pleases God. Oh, he likes that. He likes that a lot. And that's the basis of our rewards. So God is happy to reward us in grace. We should be happy to receive those rewards because in receiving those rewards, God gets the glory. This is what it's about. It's about giving God the glory. So these are the great promises when Jesus promised a reward. You get a reward when people make your life difficult, but yet you stay faithful. You get a reward when you show hospitality to a minister of God. Anybody that ministers in the name of God. You, you gain a reward when you even offer simple service. Just simple service. Even equivalent to a cup of cold water. You get a reward when you're good to your enemies. Hmm. You get a reward when you'd rather please God than please men. And Jesus gives us a little heads up. And you know what that is? He's coming. He's coming suddenly. And he's coming right on time. Right on time. Don't miss out. Be ready. Be ready for Jesus. Hey, listen, thank you for coming along. Like being with you guys. Don't forget about the Hope Club. You can catch these podcasts at newhopecc.tv. Scroll down. All the podcasts are there. You can go to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. You can just type in New Hope Radio. We'll be there as well. And join our YouTube station, our YouTube channel. Go to New Hope Radio. Subscribe. You'll get a notification. Be part of the gang. Okay? All right. Thank you for coming along today. We'll see you next time for more of New Hope Radio.